0: Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are gonna dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes, so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode
1: of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, you're tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Burnick. So on today's episode, I want to talk about common healer blocks. So this is a very common thing among anyone that is called to do healing work, spiritual work, teaching, leading, where the belief is that they must be fully healed before they can help anyone. Now, this is a very common block, and it is one that is false. This is not something that we need to adhere to because it is only serving to hold us back and it is serving to keep us from our purpose. This idea that we must be healed before we can help others heal withholds healing from the masses. Our healing journeys will never be done. There is no state that we will reach in which we will no longer have to do work on ourselves, when we will no longer have to receive healing, when we will no longer have lessons to learn. The only time that that truly stops in this lifetime is when we transition back to spirit. Our death serves as the completion of this lifetime. So knowing that, unless we are willing to withhold our gifts from the world, there will come a time when we must share them, even though we are not, quote-unquote, fully healed. We must develop the wisdom, the courage and the faith to step into our gifts, to share our gifts with the world, to be vulnerable enough to heal and to let others heal. You know, whenever this Belief that we must be fully healed comes up or imposter syndrome comes up. Who am I to help the world heal? Who am I to teach this? Who am I to do these things? Whenever this comes up, the one thing that I always ask myself, my clients, anybody I'm speaking with, is who are you to withhold this healing and these gifts from others? Who are you to withhold it? Who are you to say that these gifts, that these abilities to help others to heal are not enough. And when you tune into your soul and you answer those questions, the answers you get will not support your inaction. The answers you get will only serve to move you forward into action. Because it is it is selfish in a bad way for you to withhold, the, withhold these gifts that you have, these lessons, this knowledge, the wisdom, the healing abilities. To withhold that from the world, that is truly selfish and not in the sense of taking care of self. Remember that you will always be helping an old version of you. They may not walk the identical path. They may not look the same. They may not come from the same area. They may not come from the same experiences. But there will be something in what they are needing from you that is a shared experience that you have gone through. Otherwise they would not be brought to you. Think about any teacher that you have learned from, anyone that you have worked with. Something in them has called you to them. Something in their journey has resonated in your soul. There is sameness, there is oneness there. And on your journey, part of it is to share your gifts with the world, to share your lessons with the world. Otherwise, you would have not experienced the things that you have. Everything that you have experienced up until this point has been cumulative education for your soul. You learned things the way you did for a reason. And that's also one of the reasons why we cannot hold regrets or resentments to our lives. Because if we hold on to regrets and resentments for the way we lived our lives, we cannot have gratitude and peace in the now and in the future. You know, a good example is myself. I have been through incredible hardship, definitely harder than some, not as hard as others, but I have been through incredible hardship. And I have been asked this question numerous times is, would you change anything? And the answer is no. Every so often I think about how things could be different, but I would be different. Had things not played out the way that they did, I might not be sitting here today speaking to you. Our souls may not be connecting in the way that they are in this moment. So despite everything that I've been through and the hardness of the lessons, the heartache that I experienced, I would not take any of it back. I would not change my decisions. I stand by my choices. I am who I am, and I have the gifts that I do because of my lived experiences. And in some way, each of you that I'm speaking to is resonating with some part of my journey, is resonating with some part Of the wisdom that I have to share so that you can heal. So, when you are being called to share your gifts with the world, it is because the world needs the lessons, the wisdom from the lessons that you have learned. You are an integral part of helping to heal and awaken humanity in your own special way. And it doesn't matter if you are a coach, a healer, if you are an artist. It doesn't matter what role you play. If that role is helping the world in some ways, bringing light to the world in some way, is expanding, bringing joy, safety, security, love, if it is bringing goodness to the world, then you are on the right path. And also remember that your path will still change. You know, the things I speak about today are different than the things I spoke about a year ago, are different than the things that I even thought about five years ago. My path has changed a lot. And each of you will grow with me. Some of you may grow away from me. Some of you may outgrow me, surpass me. And all of that is beautiful. And I am meant to have an impact in your lives. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening to this. And just like I am meant to have an impact in your lives, you are meant to have an impact in others' lives. So this idea, again, that we need to be fully healed, that we need to reach some type of expectation that we are holding for ourselves is truly false. We will never be sent someone who is above our wisdom. They won't be attracted to us energetically. It wouldn't make sense. So we are always going to be helping and receiving those in need of the wisdom that we currently have, of the experiences that we currently have. Now, here is the other important part of this. Is the people that we are meant to help are not looking for our perfection. They are not coming to us for our, for our perfection. They are coming to us for our realness, our authenticity, our, tr- our souls, our truth. And the more relatable and human you are, the more it allows somebody else to open and heal. You know, if you've been following the podcast for a while, I talk a lot about energy healing, emotional healing, pain in the body, illness in the body, and how all of those things are interrelated. Now, as you may know, if you've listened to previous episodes, I have, or I experience a chronic pain condition, which includes chronic fatigue and numerous other symptoms. I have done a lot of work to heal myself. And I was doing incredibly well prior to the virus becoming an issue. And then once everything shut down, I had major setbacks. It felt like I had lost a year's worth of progress in healing. I was having constant flare-ups again. My pain level on a daily basis was much higher. It almost felt like all of the work I had done was for nothing because I was right back to where I started. Now that is how it felt. But in truth, I am still at the level I've grown to today, and now I'm just healing on an even deeper level, moving through things on a deeper level. And it is important that I share this, quote-unquote, setback with you so that you know and understand that perfection and permanence is not the goal. Our healing is multi dimensional, multi layered. Each time we heal something, we're removing layers of wounds, of trauma, of conditioning. And the amount of layers that exist is endless. And as we move through our lives, we will add more layers and and release them and add more and release them. So there will always be something for us to heal. And if we were to judge our worthiness of helping the world, of living our purpose, on the times when we struggle or have setbacks... Versus on all of our triumphs and wisdom. If we were to focus on all of the times that we perceived ourselves to fail, we would never be able to move forward. We would never be able to make an impact in the world. And the entire world would end up being at an impasse because no one would be willing to be imperfect enough to help one another. So this idea of perfection needs to be released. You need to be able to let go of it. Just because during this virus, I've had massive pain flare-ups again, and I felt for a while like I lost all my progress. Just because I've had the anxiety feelings come up again. It doesn't mean that the work that I do doesn't work. It doesn't mean that I am false or a fraud. It doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean anything other than that. For a period of time, I was dealing with new stressors that I'm still navigating stressors. It just means that for this period of time, I have new lessons to learn. And there have been many new lessons because I have had to show up differently now than I've had to in the past. Because in the past, I didn't have the same responsibilities that I do now. And I've had to navigate them. I've had to learn to honor my boundaries in a different way, honor my needs in a different way, honor my authenticity in a different way. In this moment, my lessons are different than they were the last time my pain was this high. And truthfully, it's already coming down over the past couple months. It has been, it's not quite back to where it was pre virus, but it's coming because I'm doing the work and I'm being patient with myself and I'm giving myself the love I need versus beating myself up for it. So, there are huge differences in between how I used to be when I was in extreme amounts of pain versus how I handle it now. Back then, life always took me out, didn't matter what it was. It could be stuff with my mom, it could have been pain, it could have been depression, it could have been something going wrong with my vehicle, any little thing used to take me out. And now I navigate those with ease. And as I navigate things with ease, it doesn't mean that it doesn't take time. It doesn't mean that it doesn't take effort. It just means that it is full of a feeling of peace and connection and ease. It is not taking me out. I get to navigate the rapid waters without falling in losing consciousness, hitting my head, finding myself woken up on the side of a shore. Instead, I navigate those rapid waters. I might get some water in the boat. I'll definitely get splashed. There might be some moments of uncertainty or fear, but I stay in my boat as I navigate those waters until I've come back into calm waters. The imperfections in your journey are where the wisdom comes from or where the deep healing comes from. So you have to allow them and you have to rejoice in them even when it feels like the world might end in that moment. We have to embrace these moments, these lessons as old friends. Because in truth, they are old friends and new friends. And as we move through those lessons, when we have hindsight that is 2020, we can look back and see the beauty in everything. But we don't have to wait until we're past it. We can start seeing the beauty within it in that moment. We get to choose. And you get to choose to help people navigate things in the same way. Perfection does not breed connection. It only breeds separation. And we need connection more than ever now. And you know this to be true because I know for a fact that there have been times in your life, maybe you're even feeling it in this very moment where all you want is to have somebody that understands where you are or where you've been. You want someone to witness you on a soul level. to understand where your struggles are, where the traumas are hidden, where the wounds are begging to be healed. You are craving to be seen as a whole. And just like how you want someone to see you in your wholeness, it is your duty And your honor to see someone in theirs. But you can only do that if you are embracing your own wholeness. And remember there is a difference. Between. Navigating your wounds. And then sharing the teachings from them. Or just plain sharing your wounds with the world. We want to share from a place of moving through and having moved through the struggle. When we are in the midst of the storm, that's when we reach out for help. But as soon as we have some clarity, that's where we can share. And that's where powerful healing occurs on all sides. If you feel like you need more help with this, if you feel like there are Beliefs and blocks that are continuously holding you back. If you feel bogged down by energy, emotions, experiences. And you are needing assistance moving forward. Then go to my website, AnastasiaBurtnick.com. Or go to the link in my bio on Instagram or Facebook. Also at Anastasia Burtnick and book a Theta Healing Session with me. Together, we will release anything that is holding you back. Heal your heart and your wounds. Connect you deeply with your soul and your purpose. And help you move forward with the ease that you have been craving. So go book a session. I cannot wait to see you. I love you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode.
0: Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support.